What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Fitness for Thought podcast hosted by myself, Christian French, and my buddy, Nolan Meyer. What's up, guys? <laughs> He's here. And in this today's episode, we want to talk about back to school. We are both getting ready. It's about that time of year. We're both getting ready to go back to school. You guys probably are as well, and we wanted to share some tips. Or work. Yeah, or work. Or whatever you're doing. Yeah, whatever you're doing out there. Uh, we just wanted to show, share with you some tips that we found helpful to keep us organized and productive once we go back to school, whether you're in high school, college, going back to work, and then some mistakes we made as well along the way. So let's just dive in, shall we? So Yeah, so I guess we can start with mistakes we made. Um, last year, I was a freshman going into college, so it was a... It was a different experience, but I mean, it's, I don't think it was too much more different than like the change from middle middle school to high school. I mean, you're, you're granted more responsibility, um, but you also get more freedom. So you just had to be, you just had to keep yourself disciplined. And I guess some of the mistakes I made were just not being as organized as I could from the beginning. Um, once I kind of figured out that if I were to write something down in the same place every day, then I knew I wouldn't forget that I had to do that or um, I had to be here at a certain time. So I guess just being organized was the biggest thing. I, I mean, I think you can always be more organized. So yeah. um, even if you're a little over-organized, the worst, th- the <clears throat> excuse me, the worst thing that happens is that you just write something down and... I mean, it's not really going to hurt you at all. So I guess being organized was my biggest one. Yeah, I think for me was I kind of just when I went to college, I kind of just treated it like high school because that's what I was used to. And in high school, I probably was not the best student. I didn't really like to study because I didn't like many of the classes. But that's that's a story for another day. Um, But I probably in my second year of college, I probably spent more time in the library in a week than I did in my first entire year. So that tells you something. Partly because my first year, I went to a different school and I had my own room so I could study in there. But still, I probably should have been going to the library more often. So I would say not getting in the library because one of the biggest things I would say is when you're studying, I think studying... Yeah, I already know what you're going to say and it's... That's good. I think studying in a different environment than what you are living in, like, is very good because it's like, let me try to put this into words. Like, let me just put an example together for you. So at the beginning of last year, my sophomore year, I would try to study in my room and I could just not focus. Partly because, you know, that was where I ate and that's where I slept and that's where I played video games on my computer and that's where... My roommates were, which liked to play a lot of video games, and I could just not get anything done for the life of me. So I think going to the library or just someplace quiet that's designated for studying and only studying is is a huge, I think it's a, it's a must, honestly, because you go in the library, you know, it's quiet. They have, it's set up to be optimal for, for studying and learning. So definitely, I would definitely say that's a, probably one of my number one tips as far as studying goes is don't try to study in your room unless it's unless you live in like 
an apartment and you have like your own room and you can really seclude yourself but still i would try to get to the library yeah and to go off that i definitely know that to be true because i was i i don't really have a big i didn't really have a big problem studying in my room at first and i was like oh like because all the all my ta said the same thing like study somewhere other than your room um but i was like oh i don't have any problems with this like I get stuff done and I considered myself to be pretty productive. Um, I mean, I procrastinate just like, just like the next guy, but not too bad. But as time went on and school got more stressful, I got more stuff going on. I didn't want to do the work as much. Then I noticed myself like, uh, I mean, my TV's right there. My phone's right there. Five more minutes. Yeah. And (laughs) it, and then when you, remove yourself and you go down like i would always go down to they had like little study areas like connected to my building even which was nice but i would go there and it would almost motivate me to get stuff done more because i was out of my room so i knew as soon as i finished stuff i could go back to my room right so it's not fun but that's a that's a good tip just to yeah and i think if you're like me i have trouble kind of focusing on stuff in the first place especially if it's something that i'm not no we all have those classes where it's like okay it's a gen ed or like you have to take it it's just part of the deal maybe it's like comp or some some class that you don't really like it's not within your major so kind of have to slog through it and when you can't focus already when you're in your room around all those distractions it's just going to be worse i mean so i think it's just better to get into an area that's designated for studying and i would even like if I really needed to get stuff done, I would just leave my phone yeah, like, that's, in, in that's, my room, which was like a pretty decent walk, probably like a three to five minute walk across campus. So it's like, okay, I'm going to get this stuff done and then I can go back and get on my phone, which I thought was helpful. Yeah. And I guess to relate that to someone who maybe works at a, a desk job or, you know, um, is working instead of being a student. I would just try and limit your distractions. So if you have something that you know is going to take you, take your attention away from uh, what you're trying to focus on, just put it literally out of sight. Because, I mean, people say out of sight, out of mind for a reason. Yeah. Um, it's it's just like what he just said, what uh, Christian just said with, with phones. Like, if my phone's sitting next to me when I'm studying, there's a good chance I'm going to flip it over and look, just, just look at it just like flip yeah. it oh, oh oh i have a notification gotta so check like, it if you, i would just like even put my phone in the drawer and uh even though that was right there because i wasn't looking at it i forget it was even there and i kind of get lost in whatever i was doing but yeah you kind of just had to get it out of your your peripheral yeah. vision and i think also another good tip would be to put it on like i mean unless you really need to have your phone on you for like an important text or call just put it on like do not disturb or airplane mode because then because everyone knows the feeling when your phone's in your pocket or on the table and you feel or hear the buzz you know it's pretty hard to ignore the buzz or like little the little notification you're probably going to look yeah. at it so i would just put it on do not disturb turn it off airplane mode or put it in a drawer like nolan said i think that's a good idea and uh one thing i would recommend too i i actually filmed I'm in the process of filming a video, um, how to set yourself up for long-term success right now that'll be dropping on YouTube. But one of the tips is this kind of goes against what we're saying right now, but 
when you're going to procrastinate, um, procrastinate with a purpose. So this is kind of a like two-parter, but first of all, if you're gonna take a, if you're gonna procrastinate and you know it, like you just can't avoid it, then start, what I like to do is I'll start with like the easiest thing I could possibly do that I need to get done eventually. And I'll like be kind of like doing it nonchalantly. Like for example, if I have five classes to study for and I don't even want to study for any of them, maybe I'll just like listen to music and do my laundry. And then just, just by doing something other than just sitting down, it motivates me just a little bit enough to do the next thing. And then the next thing, and before you know it, you're studying. And the second part to that is when you're actually, when you know that you can't focus, because I get to the point where if I, if I study for more than like, even like two or three hours, I need a break. So I, when I procrastinate or even just take a break, I do it like with a purpose. So I will completely put the schoolwork away so I'm not thinking about it because I'm one of those people that think like, oh, what do I got to do? What do I got to do next? What do I got? Like just I'm one of those people that's always like goal oriented. It's always on my mind. So I put it out of my view and then I will like completely relax, do whatever I want and not think about it at all. But when when it comes time to come back to it, come back to it like fully prepared, fully focused because I mean, you got a mental break from from what you were doing. Yeah, I think just building off of that, you said um, taking breaks. I think it's it's good to take study breaks, like because if you have, I mean, there we all know people that can just sit down for like three hours straight and just go and just do the work and just yeah. hammer it out. Which I'm not really one of those people. If if I'm really into it, no, I could probably study for like an hour straight. I got maybe an hour in me before yeah, I need like a ten minute break. Yeah, <laughs> I usually go like thirty. I try to make it at least thirty minutes, thirty minutes to an hour before I take like a five ten minute break. I'll like you know I'll get up, go to the bathroom, get a drink, maybe check my phone. Or I'll I'll even sorry to interrupt you, but I'll even say like okay if I go for thirty minutes or or I get these next ten questions done, I can sit on my phone for 10 minutes yeah and like you give yourself a little reward right to kind of tell yourself oh i have a i have a motivation to to get this stuff yeah but don't let that 10 minute break turn into like a 30 minute break i would if you really want to stay on top of it like okay set a timer for like 10 minutes on your phone and then once that timer gets off you got to put your phone down and get back to work yeah i think if i'm not mistaken my ta was telling me about in one of my classes my freshman year she was telling me about this app on your phone that like you can you can take like scheduled study breaks and it sets the timer automatically and then an alert goes off when you need to go back to studying right yeah i think that's pretty cool i forget what it's called but but Yeah. yeah you could just get a timer and yeah just just to be on top of it so you're not just sitting on your phone yeah and i think like you also want to make sure that, you know, you're doing 30 minutes of work, but then you're also taking, like, a 20-minute break. You want to make sure that, like, because then you're just going to be in the library for, like, yeah. six hours when you could have got it done in, like, four. So, like, yeah. I would say, I mean, everyone's different. I don't know the exact ratio, but, I mean, 30-minute break. I mean, 30 minutes of studying probably don't want to take much longer than, like, a 10-minute break, in my opinion. Yeah. But 
it's all personal preference. Just for, I mean, if you have, like, all day long, if it's, like, a Saturday, I mean, take your time. But if you want to get, be as efficient as possible, I would try to, you know, do give you give yourself enough break that you can kind of reset and feel ready to go back to work, <clears throat> but not too much longer than that. Yeah. Okay, so the next thing I want to, I guess I can mention, because I was actually just telling French about this um, before we started recording uh, another good tip is to get a planner. So the planner I have is pretty cool because it's, it's called a legend planner and it's, and, um, my buddy Adam got it for me and, um, it's basically a goal oriented planner. So within, so like there's normal planners. I had a, a planner last year for my classes and it's just, a section uh it's like a calendar and then you flip the page and there's sections for notes um write down i you know, i would write down homework i had meetings i had appointments i had stuff like that but this planner has uh it like starts off asking you like what's important to you and like um what your goals are and then it breaks it down into like your one-year goals, your six-month goals, your three-month goals, um, and then the steps you're going to take to achieve them. It breaks it down into habits you need or you need to get rid of, habits you want to develop, um, affirmations to make, what you're grateful for, people you're grateful for, um, people that you want to be around. It's got a ton of stuff in there. It's really cool. Um, so I'd recommend getting one of those or even just a regular planner and it lets you stay on top of your goals because what a lot of people don't think about is when it comes to like getting stuff done, especially if you have long-term goals, um, is just writing stuff down. Like writing stuff yeah. down is so simple and you don't really feel like doing it. Well, at least I didn't like, I guess a year or two ago, probably like two years ago, um, I didn't really feel like writing stuff down because I don't know, it just seems like kind of like tedious and like doesn't really feel like you're doing any like it doesn't really feel like it helps at all but then when you're consistently looking at your goals planning stuff out planning out what you want to do making sure you don't forget stuff it makes a huge difference yeah yeah that planner he showed me it's called a legend planner it's i'm probably gonna buy one now it's pretty sweet pretty badass so yeah get a planner um yeah writing stuff down definitely helps i think um, right. Putting it in the notes on your phone helps too, but I really think pen and pencil and paper is probably the best if you really want to ingrain it into your mind. I like, uh, writing stuff in my phone for like little stuff that I need to remember because I have my phone on me a lot. So yeah. I'll just like whip it out and be like, Oh, like today I needed to call this person or something like that. Yeah. The reminders but, app is good for that or but, the calendar app. I thought yeah. Stuff that's important coming up. I like to write down because like homework, like when I w was in school, I would write it down because then I know like I have to look at this and like, I don't know, maybe you might forget to look at stuff on your phone. When you write it down and you consistently look at that, then you know exactly what you need to get done and there's not really any confusion. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, think I totally agree with that. Like for my Plus phone. when you visually, sorry to interrupt, no, but when you visually see a goal, I feel like it helps a lot. More. Oh yeah, definitely. Because I can, think they even have like studies of people oh, yeah. write stuff down. Because I mean, yeah, 
your mind has got so many things racing through it that can easily get lost yeah. and put to the side. I think, like, yeah, for my phone, I'll put, like, like, right now, I'll put, like, my work hours in, so I'll get, like, a notification, like, oh, work in one hour, like, stuff that's, like, okay. Obviously, it's important, but, like, It's goals. stuff that you probably won't forget, but it's yeah. just good to have a reminder. Yeah, stuff like that. I What I did last year is I got, like, little just post-it notes, and every day I would take a little post-it note, and you can get big ones, too, and I would just write, you know, I'd write the date, and then I'd write the things that, like, a to-do list things I needed to get done, and then I would write, I would put other sticky notes, other post-it notes, um, I would write, like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or, like, whatever certain assignments were due, so I'd be, like, Monday, and then I'd write down whatever assignments mm-hmm. were due that day, and then I would cross them out as I got them done, so, because, for me, when you have, like, five or six assignments that are due in a week, it can seem kind of daunting and, like, overwhelming, and it honestly, it, it feels pretty good to me to just be able to like cross them out and see that list getting shorter and shorter. Yeah. It's kind of, a, it's just like a mental win for me. And I, what I like what you just said there, and I think um, when I first heard that you do this, and like I've heard people doing this, um, but making a daily to-do list, yeah. I've started, I just started doing it like last week and I really like it because like half the stuff that I put on there is like obvious and like. I don't even need to put it on a list because I already I just do it. But when I when I put all this stuff on there and the stuff that I need to do, like I have I feel like there's a better chance that it's gonna get done. Yeah. Like I, th- I just started doing I really like it. Yeah, I really enjoy it too. Like I have right now I have a big like whiteboard at home that I get to write mine on. Once once I go back to school I'll probably go back to the sticky notes or maybe I'll get a small whiteboard. But yeah, some of the stuff it's nice to just be able to visualize it because at the end of the day, you're the one that's going to have to look at it and be like, oh, I didn't get everything done or, oh, I did get stuff done. Good for me. And some of the stuff, I mean, I do regardless, like it's nice to put some stuff on that you know it's going to yeah. happen just to be able to cross a few things off like yeah. your uh, your daily non-negotiables, stuff that, you know, just it has to get done regardless of what the situation is. So yeah, to-do list, very simple, but very effective and it's practical. Pretty much anyone can do it. You yeah. just have to have pen and paper put it somewhere where you can see it so and to kind of go back to that um like what i said about procrastinating and relaxing taking taking breaks like we were talking um there's no there's nothing wrong with if you already do this and like you just get tired of writing everything down all the time like sometimes on weekends even like when i i i mean i i would write things down in my planner every every day um, and most of the time on weekends, but if I just needed a break from like school or something, then I just put it away and don't look at it. I mean, it's not the end of a world and end of the end of the world. If you don't write stuff down for a day, it just, it's a good habit to get into. Yeah. I think just one or two days, like on the weekend, you're probably a little more slack on what you have to do and you have a lot more free time on your hand. Just don't let the one or two days yeah. turn into a week. Cause I mean, you can't, you're not, no one's perfect. So you're not going to just be like hyper-focused and hyper-productive every single day. You're just going to have a mental breakdown. So you need, I think it's good to give yourself a break every once in a while. And another thing I just thought about with writing down goals, the reason that's good for a lot of people, regardless of if you're 15 or if you're 50, is because a lot of people don't know what their goals in their personal life are and their work, career, um, you know, 
they don't have like concrete goals. Yeah. And like when I got this legend planner, it kind of forced me to think about where I want to be in the next year, six months, three months, because I didn't know for like, cause it breaks. What's really cool about this thing is it breaks it down into different areas of your life. So health and fitness, financial career, all this stuff. And like for some of them, I didn't know like where I want it. Cause like, you don't, I mean, especially if you're young, like if you're an 18, 19 year old kid, you don't really think about where you want to be. You don't really think about the future period. No, so, you're just thinking about the weekend yeah. or when you can eat next or whatever. Yeah. So it's good to force yourself to write stuff down because, listen, you can't achieve a goal if you if don't, you don't know have what the goal, goal is. So <laughs> yeah. it's it's good to... It's like driving blindfolded yeah. down a random ass road. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's also good to, you know, kind of let things come naturally sometimes. Like... For instance, um, when I was really focused on gaining weight for the longest time, I would track all like this is kind of a a different um different uh thing to think about, but I was tracking all my calories, I was weighing myself morning and night, and like I was just too in my head about it um and now that I don't even track calories and I haven't been eat like eating as consistently, not necessarily not healthy but eating as consistently um I've put on more size and, you know, that's probably because of a lot of factors, but sometimes you just need to, um, ignore the scale or ignore the problem you're thinking about and, and let it come naturally. But, um, yeah, that's just a side note. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. Like with, there's certain situations where you really need to dial it in. Like if you're, if you're a wrestler and you have to make weight, yeah, you got to dial it in to make sure you can, you can wrestle. Or if you're, doing like a bodybuilding contest prep. Okay. Yeah. You need to be tracking your calories to make sure that you can get as lean as possible and bring your, your best, your best conditioning. And like, if it's finals week, you can't just be like, ah, it's whatever. Like you, you got to study. So I guess the point I was trying to make with that was, was if you have big goals, it's good to be focused on them and it's good to think about them a lot. But when it comes to the point where it's doing more, it's putting more stress on your body to be constantly worrying about them than it is to just like forget about them. That's when you need to re reevaluate like yeah, think, how much your how much uh, space in your brain you're giving to these yeah to these goals. You gotta you gotta consider your mental well being as well. That's huge because I mean at the end of the day your your brain is what you only get one of them. Same thing with your yeah. body. So you gotta you gotta take care of them. You gotta um and like give it a break sometimes too yeah and we're both like very goal oriented so i'm sure this has happened to both of us where you have all these things you want to achieve and you're constantly thinking about them and maybe one thing doesn't go right and then you get all worked up like i know that's happened to me before oh yeah that happens to me all the time like i'll have just have so many things and i'll just be thinking about like where I want to be, like, in the future, like, not even, like, the near future, like, the far yeah. future. And, like, and then some... you get to think about that, it's a rabbit hole. Yeah, and, yeah. like, the mind just tends to wander, <laughs> especially because, like, I don't have any, like, a lot of times I'll be home, like, alone, so I'll just be, like, thinking, and then it just, it just kind of, sometimes it's good, but a lot of times it's not so good. Yeah. And, like, you just, sometimes, oh, <clears throat> well, frog in my throat there. So, like, if you have a lot of big goals, like we do, um, 
Sometimes, like, right now, we're both just, like, 20 years old, and all of them just, sometimes for me, it just seems like it's a million miles away, and it's like, oh, yeah. my God, is this even, like, possible? And then you just start psyching yourself out. You just need to take a step back and be like, okay, yeah. what can I do today to help me towards that goal? Or, yeah. like, just some, I'll just, like, honestly, I'll just, like, call my mom, and she'll be like, okay, calm down. Like, not gonna, yeah. not going to solve all these problems in a day. So. so the point to this whole thing is, if you have problems, just call your mom and everything will be okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then look at memes on Instagram until... <laughs> you feel better. Yes. Lots of memes. Dank yeah. memes. But to relate this... Call your mom. To, to relate call this to, um, to more of a day-to-day thing in speaking on how goals can become daunting, it's just like what we were talking about earlier. When you have a big list of stuff to get done and you don't know where to start, just start with something so minutely easy that you can just do it and not even think about it and then you'll start it it become like a chain reaction you'll start working on something a little bit harder and then i mean eventually you'll get to what you what you need to actually get done right and don't like beat yourself up because like sometimes i'll have like quite a few things i'll have like seven or eight things that i really want to get done that day and sometimes like okay it just doesn't happen and it's not like the end of the world but then say you have seven things and you get four of them done then move those three things that didn't get done to the top of your list and just kind of keep doing that prioritize them honestly in like me and me and french have been talking a lot about this principle called the 10x rule um and basically what it is is you set your goals um a lot higher and a lot sooner you set your goals to be achieved a lot sooner and a lot higher than um you know is possible and basically by setting the bar high, even when you, even when you miss it, you're going to be better along than if you were to just set like more reasonable or even easier goals. Yeah. And what, um, where I was going with this was, uh, if you like French was talking about those seven things that he needs to get done, if he were to say, okay, I got 10 things I need to get done today. Maybe he'd get eight of those done and he'd be like, oh, I'm disappointed that I didn't get 10, but that's more than if he said he wanted to get seven and he only got four. Yeah. And I think we're both familiar with like the the quote by Elon Musk. It's, it goes something like, take your 10-year plan, like your 10-year plan, what do you want to accomplish in 10 years and figure out how to do it in six months. You probably won't do it in six months, but... You'll get a lot. You'll get there a lot faster than you would have yeah. if you just accepted that. Okay, it's gonna take ten years. Cause like, I was think I think about this with like, when I want to like open a gym. Like I'd be like, okay, I could say, I want to open it up by the time I'm thirty five. But then I would just procrastinate and wait, and then all of a sudden I'm like thirty three, and I'm in no position to begin the process. When I, when in reality I could just be like, okay, I want to open it at twenty five. When that would be actually really hard, but maybe I'll open it a few years earlier because I'll just be, I'll be more ambitious about it and won't want to procrastinate as much. Yeah, and that does, that's not to say that you're gonna allocate all of your resources and money and time into achieving those goals in six months or whatever. It's just saying that if you put more effort overall into those yeah. goals, you'll be better out along. You don't have to drop everything you're doing. And say, all right, I'm putting all my money into this gym because French told me 
I yeah. gotta, I gotta don't start it in six months, even I'm, though I was gonna start it in ten years. Yeah, I'm not a financial yeah. advisor. But I mean, don't even have a degree. <laughs> there's a lot of steps you can take before that that can get you further along. Yeah, just like little things, like people that say they don't have enough time are probably lying to themselves. I hate to break it to you. It's like when I when I don't get something done, I don't like I don't like to say I don't have I didn't have enough time. I like to say, "Oh, I just I didn't make the time because yeah. there was probably a time where I just sat on my phone yeah. and watched some YouTube videos where I could have allocated it to something that yeah. actually needed to get done." So, and gotta there, be honest with yourself. There's a reason that when we start these podcasts and I say podcast because um I feel like this has been a theme we've recorded a few podcasts already we talk we start a lot of the episodes by talking about mistakes we've made and that's just to further um kind of emphasize that we didn't start this podcast because we know or know everything um or know what we're talking about (laughs) we just started it because we're learning and we want to share mistakes share um how far we've came and uh kind of just give you some some tips that have been working for us so yeah, I would say uh, I would say that that's a pretty good um, thing to do. Just set your goals high. Yeah, and I mean, you're going to make mistakes along the way. If you're not, you're probably not trying hard enough. I mean, yeah. what I heard someone say, I mean, the key to having, like, to being successful is failing faster and more often than your peers because you're going to make more mistakes and maybe look bad in the short run because you're not perfect, but you're going to learn a lot more in the, in yeah. the long run. you got to play the long game. And, like, you hear people say it all the time, but, uh, like, people say failure is, is like, how you learn and how you become successful. Um, and it's – even though you hear people say it and you know it's probably true, a lot of pe- people still avoid failure, failure because they – failure is not fun. Like, it's no. not fun to figure out that – you did something wrong. And a lot of times when you fail at something, it's not a small consequence. It's like, all right, no. I either poured my time or money into or something yeah. yeah, into something that didn't pan out. Or maybe you put just a lot of effort into something. Like imagine if you painted this giant painting and it took you hundreds of hours and you put all your love and effort into this and it didn't turn out. I mean, it's not fun to fail, but because of that failure, you'll become a better painter. Right. You know? And it just helps with your character, I think, too. Yeah, I mean, when you go through struggles like that, I mean, it kind of, like, sharpens you to to, yeah. to become better and, and uh, have more um, patience and, and kind of grit for the next time, so. Right. Okay, so that was a little... Well, I feel like it was still on topic. Let's see. What do we want to talk about next? We talked about mistakes we made. Um, strategies for getting organized. I could say, I guess we could talk about that. Yeah. What would you say for someone, whether it's their first year, second, third, whatever? I think for me, the first week is when you really need to orient yourself because... You're going to be coming off of a summer vacation. Mm-hmm. For us, it's been... For this year, it's been an extended summer vacation. Yep. And just getting back into the routine of going to class and having to study and stuff like that, what kind of... What would you say would be tips for that? 
I would say that, so yeah, that's a good point, that your first week's big because, well, even the second week, because the first week's probably syllabus week if you're in college, but um, it's good to figure out, sometimes for me, I can tell right off the bat how much work a class is going to be by the first like two weeks or so, because different professors have different teaching styles. Um, a lot of people have teaching styles where they throw a bunch of assignments at you and think that'll work for you. And then a lot of people have just a midterm and a final. So you have to figure out that's a big <laughs> woo woo, by the way, for uh, um, soon to be freshmen in college. When you find out that a lot of professors say, OK, we don't have any homework from now until the midterm. You're like, oh, hell yeah. Like you literally do Party. not. You literally do not have, you are not required to do anything from that point on. And your mom and dad aren't telling you to go to class. So there's literally no one holding you accountable. But if you don't take the time to learn and study until then, then you're going to be screwed for the midterm. So it's just kind of gauging how much work you're going to have to do and then figuring out a system to effectively attack that work. So like what I like to do, like I said, I have a planner. um, So... I'll go to class and then if I get homework, I'll write out or just write out whatever I have to do, even if it's just read or do whatever, um, right after the class. And then depending on your schedule, um, you can go like in between classes back to your dorm or back to your apartment and work on that stuff. Or, you know, you can, you can spend that time relaxing then go to your next class. And then at the end of the day, work on stuff. I mean, just get a system that works for you, I think. Yeah, I think building a routine is huge. Honestly, in any area of life, like when when you go to school, your routine is going to change, and then when you go when you go home for like summer, I think it's also good to keep a consistent routine. Whether it's you know, some people like to wake up early, some people like to stay up late and wake up a little bit later, but I think just consist a consistent routine is huge. Yeah. Just I can't stress and it enough. Humans are most of the time creatures of habits so like if you can get into a groove of something and you it works for you like all more power to you because if you can do the same thing every day then you can figure out real quick if that's working or not so let's say like you get up in the morning and you figure out a routine that works for you like you work out you do all this stuff and you feel great then you know it works. But if you sleep in, hit the snooze button, you're late to class, you do this over and over again, then you know it doesn't work. So you just have to get in the same routine and um, you'll figure out really really quick if it's effective or not. Yeah, and what I like to do, like I think last week I wrote down my schedule for classes just so I could kind of see where I'd have little gaps in time. Like if I have like, okay, if I have like, a two or three hour break okay yeah then I can probably work out if I need to but if it's only like a one hour break it's like okay you have the choice to either go back to your room for a little bit but what I see as a better option is probably just going to the library getting a little study time in because I mean depending on how far of a walk it is back to your back to your dorm you might as well just just finding little spots where you can work in something productive because you don't want to be you don't want to get to the end of the day and figure out that, okay, yeah, you went all, went to all your classes, but 
now you have all this laundry list yeah. of other stuff that you need to get done and it's already 5 p.m so yeah and it's easy to take breaks in between well like for me it was easy to take breaks in between class because you just sat sometimes in a lecture for an hour um and you don't want to do stuff but if you can force yourself to be productive in between class then after those classes you pretty much have time to do whatever you want and yeah usually if you're smart about it it's a good portion of time yeah and i think like because when i first went to school when i first went to school when i first went to college you know in high school we were both really used to working out in the morning before classes because everyone had the same schedule you know it was eight to three thirty every day but in college, you know, you might not have, maybe you'll have a class at eight. Some people don't have a class till noon. Some people have night classes. So it really varies. But I didn't take into account, like, because for, because Nolan goes to you and I. So it's a state school, public school. Both the schools that I've went to have been private schools. So we just have one weight room and we don't have like a separate weight room for athletes because I mean at a smaller school most of the students there are student athletes so we just have one weight room allocated for everyone so I thought I was going to go work out in the morning before classes and then I got there and the whole football team's lifting it's like oh this kind of threw me off and then I kind of panicked I was like oh my god I'm not gonna be able to where's my routine so it kind of took me off guard which I mean obviously people get taken off guard in the first year of of college but then I just had to figure out a hole in my schedule I think I had like a two-hour break between one of my classes so I just did it then and then we could do we could do a whole podcast on routines because there's a lot of tips on how to stick to routines how to develop habits and stuff and then there's a whole nother conversation to be said about when you need to break out of a routine yeah because sometimes even when routines, you know, I said, like, you can find out really quick if they're effective. Even when they are effective, they can get stale after a certain amount of time and become ineffective. Yeah, or they can take away from, like, yeah, take away from, like, your your social life or something. Like, if you just want to follow your routine every day yeah. to a T and you're not even making time for, like, your family and your friends or to give yourself a, a mental break. And, yeah, mental break's huge because when you're when you are doing the same routine every day, stuff gets old and... Like, it's like, I used to have, like, eggs, toast, peanut butter for breakfast every morning, and it was a solid, bre- like, yogurt, banana, like, solid solid food, and I still love those foods, but after eating the same thing for, like, five, six months, it gets old, <laughs> so you have yeah. to mix it up, and it's not to say that it, they're bad, um, like I said, in this instance, like, they're not bad foods, it's just the fact that you can't maintain something if you hate it so yeah it's like doing the same workout every single day yeah. for like a month like yeah you're gonna be jacked at first but after like a week or two you're just gonna be like you're not even gonna want to do it yeah okay so do you think we should wrap up with some goals that we have for this school year yeah i think that'd be good. believe it or not some people might come to this podcast to hear about us <laughs> yeah maybe even one or two people yeah probably one yeah <laughs> My mom. My mom. <laughs> Our moms. Okay. So you want me to start first? Or you want to start first? You can go. Okay. So for me, my goals are a little different than what they would have been a year ago since I am going to be getting surgery on my hip here in about a month. So as far as fitness goes, my goal is just to, you know, rehab as well as I can, get get healthy you know, really, 
really try to take care of my body and um, get back to 100% safely, get back to lifting pain-free, and uh, get back to playing basketball. So for for health and fitness, that's my number one goal. And then to uh, just keep a try to keep a consistent diet throughout the year. You know, a lot of times when you go to school and you go to the all-you-can-eat all buffet, it's tempting just to eat pizza and those scrumptious foods all the time. But I think having a consistent diet is good, especially if you want to avoid a consistent healthy diet, that is, especially if you want to avoid gaining gaining a lot of excess fat. So that's one of my goals. And then as far as school, I want to really... I have, like, historically been known, like, if you ask my parents, I have been known for getting off to, like, very slow starts with school. Like, the first, like, month, I'll be, like, just not doing what I need to do. And, like, it just takes me a while to kick it into gear. And then, like, I'll do decent the rest of the semester or trimester. But it's like, okay, I could have done a lot better if I would have just locked in right away. So I I really want to be organized and study a lot as much as I need to or more from the beginning because I really want to bring I'm really hoping to bring my my GPA up a little bit because I'm thinking thinking about if I want to apply for grad school you need at least a 3.0 in most places so I'd rather just try to get it up as high as I can so that if I have a bad semester um, hopefully it won't impact me as much and then I would like to I'd like to um well, I have a undergrad assistant position with the strength and conditioning department, so really want to take full advantage of that, learn as much as I can, take a good amount of notes on that, and then I would really like to keep a consistent, um, I'd really like to upload videos on my YouTube channel somewhat consistency, somewhat consistently, even if that's only, you know, one video every two weeks, just something, a little bit of update whether that's me making like a recipe video or me giving an update on my recovery or just just a life update in general. Um, those are probably my three main ones, you know, getting healthy, staying on top of my schoolwork, and then uh, the YouTube channel, as well as trying to learn skills outside of school, you know, trying to um, educate myself on like business and stuff like that. Those are probably my my top ones. What about you? Yeah, those those are really solid. Um, I so I have a few goals, but um, they might change a little. Um, right now, so my top goal for um kind of fitness is by the end of this year, not necessarily the school year, but I'd like to total fourteen hundred pounds. So I'm gonna take a little bit of uh hiatus I guess I would say from strictly powerlifting um the next I'd say at least three months uh I want to do strict bodybuilding um I just listened to a recent podcast from uh Dr. Mike Isertel um and Joey Satsmary talking about hypertrophy training and kind of how to get the best of both worlds because if you ask the average high school kid if he wants to be strong or if he wants to be big he'll probably say yes like i want a little bit of both of that stuff come on um so yeah i mean i'm no different i i want to be strong and i want to be big um i've been working on strength for a while i'm really really happy with where my strength is but i understand that i need to 
put a phase of hypertrophy training in um, to my year schedule of training in order to put on muscle. Because you have to put on muscle and then strengthen that muscle um, in order to uh, gain strength. Gain strength. So I'm going to dedicate some time. And I, I just need to switch up in training. I need to get back to getting some pumps, having fun in training. Banging um, arms. Bench squat and deadlift can get pretty monotonous. So, uh, yeah, total 1,400 pounds. That's that's um, my biggest fitness goal. And and like French said, I want to eat, eat healthy consistently. Um, I'll be actually cooking for myself this year. So um, I think that'll force me to kind of eat cleaner. And um, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, it'll be a challenge, but I am looking forward to that. As far as school goes, I would like to get a few certifications this year. So within the next month or so, I plan on getting my ACE certification. It's uh, the American Council of Exercises personal training certification. Um, I've taken a class in order to prepare for this. Uh, I just want to do a, a week or two more of studying before I before I take the test. So I plan on getting that and then perhaps a strength and conditioning certification this year. Um, and just stay on top of my schoolwork, learn as much as I can. Uh, I'm looking forward to my classes this year. Um, so that's definitely a good goal I have for school. Um, I also want to start investing this year. Uh, I want to increase my financial literacy, um, this year. Uh, and I think a good way to start doing that would be by investing, uh, and reading, doing a lot of stuff like that. So, um, I have some, some side goals for that, but yeah, that's just a big one to start investing. Um, and just reading more in general, not necessarily about finance. Uh, I picked that up, uh, just like French. Um, I've been reading a lot more within the past year. And, um, so I want to keep doing that. Um, and I, I have some other goals, but those are the big ones. Um, other than that, it's pretty much just, uh, daily, weekly stuff that I just want to stay on top of, uh, as far as like, um, staying organized, sticking to, um, good routines, uh, just getting done what I need to get done. So. Yeah. One other one that I will add that you just kind of reminded me of, and this is kind of no one kind of inspired me to do this, but one is uh, I want to learn how to kind of program for myself because when no one told me that he, because the, the program that you've ran the last couple of times has been the program that you created yourself, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. And I mean, he's been getting some really good results and the fact that he can do that not only for himself, but then he can do that for other people too and make a little money while doing it. Like those are all like what's what's bad about that. So yeah. I really want to learn how to how to program for myself and then hopefully help some other people out with their with their programs. Hopefully I'm hoping I get to learn that in my uh in my time with the strength and conditioning coaches. So that's another big goal of mine. Yeah. And it's something that I can do since I'm not actually gonna be doing a lot of like it'll be a while after I get my surgery before I can actually get into like intense lifting it's something to feel like okay it's it feels like i'm making some progress yeah but it doesn't it's not anything physical so and for those of you that don't know um french plans on starting if i can speak for him uh starting a series uh documenting his recovery and um so look forward to that um i'm really excited we'll probably talk about on this podcast um to to see kind of where he comes uh 
comes back from because I know he'll make a quick bounce back. Um, like we were talking about earlier, takes a lot of character uh, to go through stuff like that, and you'll come come out better on the other end. So yeah, definitely looking forward to that. So another thing along with that is, because um, with that, um, I think I might be able to speak for both of us that it's not the easiest thing to walk around with a camera especially when a lot of people don't really do that. Yeah. You know, like, in the gym, it's not that bad because, like, a lot of people film their sets. But, like, vlogging in general, like, I'm probably going to have to get out of my comfort zone, which is good, but yeah. also uncomfortable because I'm going to have to, when I'm doing my rehab, I'm going to have to either bring my camera in there or I'm going to just give the, the athletic trainers my phone and be like, hey, can you film this? And, I mean, yeah, it might be a little weird at first, but I think it's going to be worth it when I – I get these videos out and I, you guys can hopefully get some value out of that. And I'll be able to look back, you know, a yeah, year, definitely. two years down the road and be like, wow, I'm glad I did that. I came a long way. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I think that's pretty much it for this episode. I think we covered a lot of good stuff. Um, this episode is more geared towards, um, personal development, I would say. Yeah. It and started think, out with back to school, but more yeah. turned into goal setting, which yeah. isn't a bad thing. And I think this will be a good, um, kind of a good shift away from the fitness stuff. Cause we're probably going to be covering a lot more fitness stuff. So just so that you guys can maybe get a few more takeaways from, from stuff that we do, um, outside of fitness. I think this is a good episode for that. Um, and look forward to more episodes, but if you were hoping for more fitness stuff, um, sorry, we have we have some podcasts already recorded that'll be on the way uh, in the following few weeks. That bangers that'll be more yeah slappers that'll be more geared towards fitness. So um, look forward to that. Um, just hit us up if you have any anything you want specifically covered. Um, we should be having some guests on fairly soon. It might be a little bit harder now that school is starting, but um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. All right, well, as thank always, you. thank you for tuning in to Fitness for Thought. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Follow us on Insta. Yeah, follow us on Insta. You can find me at French underscore Fit 40 or on YouTube at French Fit. Yes, sir. Uh, Myronator7 on Instagram, Nolan Meyer on YouTube, and then our Fit for Thought Instagram. Oh, yeah. Um, what is it? It's fit? called fit.4.thought. With otherwise, the number four, right? Yeah, otherwise... Fit dot, the number four dot thought. Yeah, or you can just search fitness for thought and it should come up, but... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for listening. And unless French has anything else to say, <laughs> nope. think we're out. Peace. Peace. Peace.